I really don't watch talk shows. I usually am doing something else and I forget they're on. But the other day, I had the TV on. I don't even know what channel I was on. And a certain talk show was on. And I like Drew Barrymore. She has made some decent movies. She's made bad movies, which is par for the course for any actor and actress. She has her own talk show. That's what was on. And folks, I got to tell you, if you ever think that my podcast is, well, unorganized or I'm just flying by the seat of my pants, please turn on the Drew Barrymore show, her talk show, and you'll feel better about my show because believe me, it looks like she's making it up as she goes along. It's funny, it's a good time, but watch that and you're gonna feel better about this podcast. I'm feeling good. I'm Jeff Stritch. This is Strictly Stritch in time. Thanks for welcoming me into your computer, your device, wherever you happen to be around the planet Earth or into the Milky Way galaxy. Recording this podcast on Friday, December 11th, 2020. It's weird how sometimes you're just not even paying attention. I revert back to the fact that when I was growing up, and that was a long time ago, in this galaxy, but yet yeah, seems far, far away, that the seasons just followed in order and by the weather. You knew when it was summer. Usually it got really hot around June 21st, cooled off by September 21st. It began to snow around December 21st. Not the case anymore. Here in Cleveland, we had a snowstorm earlier in the week, which made you realize that Christmas is around the corner. It's all melted. It was 60 degrees here today, and you would think it was fall. I happened to look at the calendar on my refrigerator, and I thought, man, we are two weeks away from Christmas. So that's that's good. More importantly, everything that's taken place in 2020, we just we'd like to get done with it and move on to the next year. Hopefully, things will be better. But it, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk. I'm here to talk. You're here to listen, and we have a good time. That's what I do, and hopefully, you'll just not listen to this episode, but other episodes. First order of business of the two topics we talk about before we get into the main topic, Christian Bale, the actor Christian Bale, who has done some unbelievable work just off the top of my head. Let me cover all the things that he's done, movies that he starred in. American Psycho. He was Batman. Yes, Batman. In Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. He was in The Fighter. 
Most recently, the film that garnered a Best Picture nomination, and I had read about it before it even came out, and I scoffed at it because it's about auto racing. No offense to those of you who are racing fans, but as usual, it's not actually about that. And Christian Bale and Matt Damon star in Ford versus Ferrari. Very, very, very good film, deserving of its Academy Award Best Picture nomination. It did not win, but it is and was deserving of that. Well, Christian Bale and what makes the Marvel Cinematic Universe MCU is that it brings top-notch actors for the roles, either the stars, the superheroes, or the villains. Just announced yesterday, Christian Bale has joined MCU. He will play Gore the God Butcher in the fourth installment of the Thor films. That will be Thor, Love and Thunder. That's all I know is that. And I don't know where this villain fits in in the grand scheme of things. I didn't investigate by going back through comic books or reading about it. But obviously it's going to be a big part. And it makes you wonder if you've watched enough Marvel films. It makes me wonder that is Christian Bale going to be signed for more than one film? If he is just in this film, fantastic. But as you know, when there is a good character, he could be a villain. It seems like, well, the villains never die. And I'm pointing to the direction of Tom Hiddleston, who played Loki in, hold on, if I could name all the films he played Loki in, well, he was in all three Thor films. He was in the Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Ed Game. So, huh, what do you know? <laughs> I guess it wasn't that, that difficult. But in the first well, actually, it was in, um, well, the was it Age of Ultron was the first film or just the Avengers? He was the main villain in that, and people loved him. That's why he was back in other films. You can get killed off, but if people say, oh. Now, usually in superhero films, Marvel or DC films, Characters always seem to come back. There are, you know, movies that people aren't going to come back on where they're beloved as villains. Alan Rickman in Die Hard. So Christian Bale will be playing Gore the God Butcher in Thor Love and Thunder. Chris Hemsworth plays Thor. Natalie Portman back as Jane Foster. Tessa Thompson Back as Valkyrie, she appeared in Thor Ragnarok and Avengers Endgame. Directed by Tekka Watiti. I apologize, those of you who are fans of Tekka 
Watiti. See, I'm even going to correct my mispronunciation. <laughs> Take a Watiti. We'll direct that as he did Thor Ragnarok. Thor Love and Thunder opens May 6th, 2020 in theaters. That's right. Nobody is going to say it's going to open on streaming because we're still a year and a half away from that. So all this hullabaloo, hopefully, will be out the window. Second topic, it all depends on when you listen to this podcast, but it's topical because it's going on right now. The podcast is completed, and of course... It goes through all the editing, and then we get it out as quickly as possible. We, I mean CBW Productions. So I'm going to talk about this. And if you follow along when I record it, how quickly we get it out, it is going to remain topical. McDonald's, that's right. McDonald's feeling a little more like Santa and less like the Grinch with this new deal. Now, beginning Monday, that will be December 14th through December 24th. For those of you who are unaware of how important that date is, that is Christmas Eve. (laughs) McDonald's is giving away fictional Christmas characters' favorite foods or at least foods McDonald's thinks they would love. Now the catch, diners must make a $1 minimum purchase and place the order through the McDonald's app. Yes, there always is a catch. The promotion will feature a different menu each day, beginning with a double cheeseburger in honor of the Griswold family, from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Also featured is a McDouble for John McClane from Die Hard. Look at, I, I didn't even know that. I didn't even read ahead. And we bring Die Hard, mention it a second time in a matter of three minutes. So the McDouble for John McClane from Die Hard, medium fries for Rudolph, coffee for Scrooge, and a McCafe item for Frank Costanza. From Seinfeld. On the final day, Christmas Eve, McDonald's is giving away free chocolate chip cookies for Santa so he can have energy and gain weight. And that will be without the $1 minimum purchase. Again, on Christmas Eve, McDonald's giving away free chocolate chip cookies uh, without the $1 minimum purchase. McDonald's, well, they try to entice customers to use its app with a variety of promotions and coupons, as well as a limited rewards program aimed at boosting coffee sales. There you go. Get the McDonald's app. You spend $1, you order through the app, you get free food. McDonald's makes even more money than it needs to. And, of course, the whole point, of you doing this is because you like McDonald's. I will pass on that. I'm not saying I'm above anybody or passing judgment. I do not eat fast food, mainly because of my irresistible bowel syndrome, maybe undiagnosed, or the fact that I just don't like junk junk food. I don't digest it real well. 
But I, I, when I was young, yeah, but now I just, I just don't get it. So if I don't get it, <laughs> I'm not going to eat it. But if you like junk food, I won't say junk food. If you like fast food or if you like McDonald's, you can take advantage of that. Now our main topic for today. That's right. Shagaroo, you do that voodoo that you do do. And play some background music. While I tell you about the main topic. And of course, it's about my life. Things that I go through on a daily basis. I'm always upfront. I'm always honest. You can go back to any of the previous 17 episodes. But things that happen to me on a day-to-day basis, they're boring. I mean, I do other things than get up, eat, and work out. But mainly, they're boring except for the fact that it's been pointed out to me that things happen to me that just don't happen to other people. A quick few that have been mentioned. A sidewalk, not being designated with any kind of cautionary flags or tape, riding a bike on that sidewalk, nothing indicating that there's a hole in the sidewalk falling on my face. I didn't mean to talk in third person. I am talking about myself. The problems I've had with haircuts. Dating sites. It's all part of the world that I live in. And I let you into that world. That makes me, I like to think that makes me a great guy. But it was pointed out to me, and not just by friends who are acquaintances, good friends, family, and they laugh at these stories. They're not stories. There are things that happen, that happen in grocery stores, that they just don't happen on an everyday basis. Not that I go to the grocery store every day. We all have stories when we, you know, if you have a significant other. How was your day? It was good. What happened? Nothing. And then eventually you tell a story. And it's as boring as hell, but you tell the story. But things that happen to me, as boring a vanilla of a guy that I am, that's not my whole life, okay? Now, behind closed doors, that's a little different, and I'll leave it at that. But mainly, I don't seek out these things that happen to me. Such as, well, besides the grocery store and the things that I've mentioned, just dealing with people on a daily day basis. I've talked about that. Well, with cars, automobiles, not the matchbox cars, cars that you drive, it's been an absolute adventure. Such an adventure of the cars that I purchased and the things that I dealt with, it's... It's just unbelievable. I've never even mentioned 
the fact that I got an oil change in my tires rotate. I cannot believe I have not told you this story. It's about cars that we're going to talk about, but I've mentioned all the other things that have happened. My car being dropped down off a lift. The car being driven 15 feet and my brake line breaking. So I have to spend $700. I didn't because I complained. I went in there to get new tires put on. But there's a story that I forgot to mention, and I'll touch upon it briefly before I get to the main topic, and it will be about cars. Well, this is the main topic, but I cannot believe, I cannot believe I've never mentioned this story before. I will not name the place. Not that there's any non-disclosure agreement. I'm just saving this establishment the embarrassment Because it was embarrassing for them. I got an oil change at this place. It's the first and only time that I got an oil change for this particular car. Which, come to think of it, is the car that was involved in, well, the car that I got new tires put on that was brought down the lift and the the brake line broke. It wasn't, I bought the car. For a very, very small amount of money. I put a lot of money into it. But there's new things on the car. I had this car for like six years. It had new tires put on. The engine was fixed. I had satellite radio installed in this car. That that was a difficult thing to do. I didn't do it myself, but it was a difficult thing to do because how old the car was. But this particular car went for an oil change. This, it, I'm sure this has happened to somebody and went for an oil change. They brought the car down off the lift. They pulled it out. I paid the money. Drove out of the driveway. I'm about half a mile, if that, from getting on a highway, a major highway here in the Cleveland area. Go down the drive as I'm embarking on the road that leads to another road that leads to the highway, and this is a short distance. All of a sudden, there's a big boom. A big boom. What happened? What could possibly happen that when you leave a place that gives you an oil change, what could possibly happen? Is there a bumper that came off? Was there something with the engine that they missed? No. It was an oil change and a tire rotation. Guess what happened? I'll give you three seconds to discuss it with yourself or with others. Three seconds. Eins, zwei, drei. That's one, two, three in German. The tire came off. That's right. The lug nuts, or whatever they're called, were not screwed back on. And the tire came off. The back driver's side came off. I'm skidding on the road. I'm still within, of course, walking distance. I run back to the place, not naming it, and I walk in and I yell, 
the tire just came off. The mechanic who did the oil change sprints out there to take care of it. I don't even remember what he did. Put the tire back on, of course, and brought it back so they would do it correctly. But I was irate. I can't even remember what was actually going through my head other than the fact that I'm not paying for this, other than the fact of the idiocy for this establishment not to screw the lug nuts back on. I hope that's what they're called. If not, I'll just say the things that keep the tire on. It's amazing. Has that happened to other people? Oh, I'm sure it has. Has it happened to me? Yeah. So if you're listening to this, you know me, and now you can pass along this information to somebody else and say, hey, I don't know him, but I listened to that guy, Jeff Stritch. He has a podcast, actually is too. But he left a place where he got an oil change, and the tire came off. I, I could have been on the highway. I, it's not the equivalent of turning on your car and having a car bomb in it. But still, you never really know. There could have been only two lug nuts on them going on the highway. That would have been a disaster. I've never mentioned that story. But I'm not, I, I'm not here to talk about the cars themselves. We've all been through this, and I've been through it way, way, way too much recently. And I will keep names of the dealerships out of this for fear of any retribution. A certain place I would be giving kudos to. But the luck with cars does not extend to bad mechanical work. Oh, no. It could be a lemon in other ways. I do have to mention the name of the vehicle, the kind of vehicle. Now, Honda Civic is one of those cars, people say if you have a Honda, it will last for years and years. They run for till they're 250,000 miles. I mean, they could be 12 years old running for 250,000 miles if you keep them up. So from this dealership, I purchased a Honda Civic Hybrid. Now, before that, buying a car, it's like being on a dating site or being on a dating site is like buying a car. Hold on. Follow me. When you go to buy a car, each different dealership you go in, you have to start again what you're looking for, how much you want to spend. Now, spending with a dating site sounds like you're looking for something else, but you just have to start again when you go to purchase a car from another dealership. Just as it is when you are on a dating site and you start talking to other people. So before I bought this hybrid, I had gone to many, many different dealerships. And this is, 
would be the one, two, three. You got to pay attention to this. This would be the one third car that I would have purchased over a six-year span. There were some used cars. This was the only hybrid left on the lot. But before that, if you think that purchasing a car from a Honda dealership, if you think it's the same as going to one Honda dealership and then going to the other, do you think everything's going to be the same? Absolutely not. It's like a completely different world. It's like they have different rules. It's like Thunderdome. It's like they make the rules up as they go along. So before I bought the Civic, I had gone to dealerships where a car I didn't even want, I would go in there. And I bet you didn't know this, but if you fill out a credit report, the salesperson I think they get $200. That varies. But when I was told that, I was like, what? If I don't buy a car, I screw up my credit and they get money for that? I went into a dealership. This is before purchasing the Civic Hybrid. And the guy actually wanted me to make a decision as to what to do. And I cannot believe I had to say this. And as I've gotten older... I I haven't gotten better looking. You know, in certain places, I like to think I've gotten better. But for some odd reason, though I do speak for a living, and I do annoy unintentionally for a living, as I've gotten older, smarter, eh, but things seem to pop off my head a little quicker than they did when I was, say, 20. I don't know why. It's just me. If I could explain it, well, I wouldn't be offering up this information to you. It might help me earn money. But the gentleman at this, it was a Volkswagen dealership, literally said, make a decision. And I bit my tongue for about two seconds. And I said to this gentleman, Unless you're buying the car, and we both know that you're not, you need to step back and let me make a decision. They wanted me to fill out the credit report. Didn't buy a car from this dealership. Didn't even buy the brand. But it's amazing what happens when you go to a car dealership. My brother, who is older than I am, he is a salesman. By trade. Very good. It's not like being a vacuum salesman, though he probably could sell those. He's a gabber more than I am. Well, he's very good at what he does, and he's passed up managerial jobs. He's a great brother, so I'm touting him. But he does things that might be a little bit off kilter to some people. When he was looking to purchase a car, I'm not sure if it was for him, or I think it might have been for his son, my nephew. He would go in certain ways to see how he was treated. He would go in a tie right after work. Salespeople think you have money. 
He would go in and be pushy to see if that worked. He would go in and play dumb to see if that worked. He would go in in shorts because they look at you differently that they think you don't have money. He did all these things. It was like a sociological experiment. And he did find things out because you're treated differently. But when you go to a car dealership, it's just amazing. the link. They throw numbers out at you that I swear they're just making them up. So I buy a Civic Hybrid from a Honda dealership. Actually, knew the gentleman who was the used car manager a little bit. Last hybrid on the lot. I will keep this part of the story short because I think I've mentioned it before. Drive the car off the lot. On my way back home, been there a long time going over the numbers. On my way back home, it's a 45-minute drive. Not only does the tire light go on that it's low, the tire goes completely flat. I had this hybrid for about a year and a half because... And it was, I think, a 2018 because I think the engine was about to blow. And if you are unaware of this, it the engine on a hybrid is like some ridiculous amount of money. It's like $5,000 or something. I'm not making that up. I like to think that I am, but I'm not. And I'll even give you the figure of that that i, I was going to say $10,000 but i think that might be a little steep but it's can cost up to $13,000 that's going back years that's for a hybrid engine by the way hybrids don't go very fast because of course you have two engines one in the front and one in the back i had this car for a year and a half now you're going to follow along to the pattern of my idiocy. It doesn't take that long, or it's not that difficult to follow the pattern. So I went back because I had a relationship, a business relationship with this gentleman with, with the dealership. There's another reason why there's a relationship, but I'm not going to mention that. So I go back and I purchase another car. It's a Civic, a Civic Sport. And it's not difficult to purchase a car from the same place. There's haggling involved, maybe less irritability with the numbers of dealing with the finance manager. You're still still dealing with numbers, the monthly payment. So I buy a second car from this dealership. Civic Sport, great car. Nice car, running well. A lot of things are changing with vehicles. And a couple things are with all the information on a phone, on an iPhone, for instance, that you can plug it in to your vehicle. And the, I think it's called, is it the, well, it's Android Auto. We'll get to that. But whatever the Apple CarPlay, I think it's called. 
hooks up all your information into your navigation system. So it handles where you're going. If the popo is coming up, so you can monitor your speed. So it's supposedly better with your Apple CarPlay or your Android Auto because it gives you second-by-second information as you're driving. And, of course, you have most of your apps on there, Pandora and all that Whatever you want to listen to, it's, I don't know. I don't, an iPhone sucks. I had an iPhone. Man alive. There's our story behind that. But I ended up getting a printer out of that. I got a $200 printer out of discarding my iPhone. That's another story for another time for another episode. I have an Android Auto. Well, I have an Android. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Android Auto plugging it into certain Honda cars. Yeah, oddly enough, my car, it doesn't function. Go on YouTube, look at all. I'm not making it up. It wasn't just me. It's a universal thing that if you hook up Your device, your Android Auto, not the Apple CarPlay, in Android Auto, it causes problems with the system. The system doesn't work. Now, when I purchased the car, as a radio personality personality, slash DJ, not slash nude model, I love music. So I get the satellite package. Top of the line to listen to all the music station, to listen to the sports stations. It's great to have. So I had to have satellite added because this particular car does not have satellite. So I add satellite. The Android Auto isn't working on this particular car. Samsung pointing the finger at Honda. Honda pointing the finger back at Samsung. Again, you think I'm joking? Look it up on YouTube. So I go to the car dealership already thinking I'm going to look for a new car. And if you go to a car dealership, they have what's known as a master technician. I don't know what you need to do to become a master technician. I didn't ask. It's like, Becoming a master gardener. What what does that entail? I mean, sure, I can look that up on my own, but is that something you strive for? Is that something you put on a resume? I'm a master gardener? I don't get it. But I guess if you're in the industry, if you're a master technician, maybe, maybe that gets you a better job. But it's a younger gentleman. I'm very, very technologically illiterate. And and he sits me down in the car, and he tries to dumb it down. And we're going through everything, and his Apple, we, we un, do the unhook the Bluetooth, whatever, put it in again, do everything possible as if we're starting from scratch. Plugging in the Apple CarPlay works. I don't have an iPhone. It sucks. 
so the Android Auto has to work. It doesn't. So I'm spending $28,000 on a car that is new that the navigation system doesn't work, which means all the other apps don't work on the screen. So I've added satellite, and here's what I've learned from this, why it's better to purchase a car with a built-in navigation and satellite or entertainment system. Because the more things you add, such as plugging your phone in and adding satellite, I may be the only idiot to do that, the more chances something is going to break down. So I've been in the process of looking for a new car. That's why I'm going this direction with explaining about dealerships. So I haven't had navigation. I've been able to listen to satellite, but the volume is fluctuating because it's connected to the system and the system isn't working. This is on a new car. So I'm thinking, I don't I have not purchased a new car, but I'm thinking about getting another car from this particular dealership. Now you're thinking you're nuts. Yeah. Definition of insanity. Besides my life, it's doing the same thing over and over again and hoping the result changes. That's like dating or marriage. Because, you know, you can only go to the well so often before it's dry. I don't know if that even coincides with what I'm talking about. So, instead of just going to this car dealership, the same one, I figure, okay, I'll look around. Maybe I want, um, of course, not the same vehicle. I know what I want, but I'll go to a different dealership. But before I do that, the dealership which I purchased two previous cars from, the Civic Hybrid and the Civic Sport, I get figures. People are telling me you can't buy it from there. You can't buy it from there. So I go to a different Honda dealership. The numbers they, you would think that the numbers would be close. And by numbers, I mean how much money to put down, the number for your credit score, which usually is the same, but how much money you put down, how long the loan's going to be, how much you want to pay a month. I'm not even going to get into the extended warranty stuff. So you would think those items would be close. And you also have to incorporate how much value your trade-in is. If you've already paid it off, if you still have money on there and the equity and blah, blah, blah. These are all things that have to be taken into consideration. So I go to another Honda dealership. And they give me these numbers, and I'm like, what? And I, I I haven't mentioned the fact how much money I can put down. Their numbers are just completely off. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I don't know who I complain to. Probably myself, because I talk to myself while I walk and run and ride my bike late at night. Maybe I mentioned it to my mom, because she has to listen to me, because that's my job. So... Just yesterday, 
I went to another Honda dealership close to where I live. If we're friends, you know where I live. If you're an acquaintance, you might know where I live. I got to stop the take. My voice is getting really, really parched. So, hopefully it's not parched. So I go to this dealership. It's a Honda dealership. And you kind of get a feel for the salesperson, whether they know anything or not. They, You walk in, or you call in and say you're coming in, and, you know, they, they, they want to reel you in any way they can. So my trade-in was listed at the dealership that I purchased the other two cars for $20,000. Now, remember, I've only had this car for about a year. A little over a year. $20,000. Where I bought the other two cars. Obviously, they've treated me well because of the reason I can't say. They want to keep me there. They want to make me happy. Mainly because the reason I cannot tell you, the other person involved still works for, well, the organization, I should say. That's pretty good. Less money down. The equity, all that bullshit. So I go to this other dealership. I walk in, and the kid is, I don't know, jumping all over me. And I I don't want to, when I go to a car dealership, or I'm giving this as an example, I don't know what you do, but when you go in, you got to know what you're looking for. Just like a dating site. It, if, You're looking for personality, good sense of humor, which everybody does look for that. If you're looking for a blonde, a brunette, introvert, extrovert, then that's what you're looking for. You've kind of narrowed the search down. When you go into a car dealership, you can't go in and say, yeah, I'm I'm looking around. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't do anything. You go in with what you have in mind. So I go in there to the guy and I say, just let me cut to the chase. This is the car I'm looking for. Brand new. Built-in navigation and satellite system. This is what the trade-in is worth per another Honda dealership. So I go through the process of filling out a credit app again. You have to do that, even though I've been given... The go-ahead with credit for the loan. So I bring my car up, and they take it over, and they look at the trade-in value. $13,000. That's right, $13,000, as opposed to twenty. So I look at the numbers, and I've learned to be a dick. I'm, I'm a nice guy by definition. I'm very, very patient. But I'm nice. I've got a good sense of humor. I've got a big nose. I've got I've I've got big, well, just big feet. So I go through my my shtick of being a dick. I said that this isn't going to work. It's not. It's not even being a dick, people. It's just the fact that it the numbers don't jive. It's not what I want. So miraculously, 
the kid, and he was young, says, what do I need to do to get you to this price? And I said, well, $20,000 is the trade-in in another Honda dealership. So he goes back to his finance manager and says, okay, we'll take it in for $20,000. I said, okay, great. He says, but you have to put $12,000 down. I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. So I leave the dealership. I'm angry because if you don't leave with a car, they're pissed at you, not that you care. You shouldn't, and I didn't. But it's a waste of your time. When you get a car, you feel good, don't you? You got that new car smell, which lasts about two days. But you feel good when you purchase a car. But when you leave without one, again, you got to start the process again. There's my dating site example. Does it work with somebody? If you're communicating, messaging, or texting, or you talk to them, or you, you even have a meet and greet, then you got to start again. So I go home a little bit later, I get a call from the dealership. And the gentleman says, well, let's do this. Let's, let's throw these numbers out to you. Let's, let's make this deal happen. So he gives me numbers. And it's not even close what the other dealership has offered me. Not even close. It's the same brand of car. And I say to the dealership I'm at yesterday, what is this? I said, this other dealership has given me these numbers. And the guy says to me, well, he's lying. I said, he's lying. What do you mean he's lying? I can't come up with those numbers, the guy says to me. No one can't come up with those numbers. He is lying to you. He is making that up. So it comes down to this. After, and this, and I've gone to like four other car dealerships. I'm probably going to go back to the dealership where I purchased two cars from. Why? They treat me well. Yeah, I look like an idiot for going back there. But they treat me well. They want my business. The numbers are better than any other place. And why would you, would you want to buy a car from a dealership that says the other person is lying? It's not like I'm going to a different brand. It's a Honda. It's the same dealership. The numbers are off. So it's just amazing when you go to purchase a car. Great if you come out with a car. When you drive off the lot, you don't drive it off immediately. They detail it and all that crap. But when you don't, it's a waste of time. So do you understand the dating site example? It's not really that far off. You're shaking your head right now, aren't you? You're shaking your head going, yeah, he's right. If you're about to purchase a car, think think of me. Well, don't think of me. Well, think of the words I'm saying. You shouldn't think of me when you're doing certain things, and certainly not when you're buying a car. But a car dealer, it's a weird, weird place. It's like going into the twilight zone and never coming out. When you watch the twilight zone, now eventually you do come out. 
because the show ends. <laughs> At any rate, so car dealership. So I still have not purchased a car. It will probably be from that dealership because, because they do treat me well. And I will complete the tale when that car is purchased <laughs> as if the numbers were the same. But car dealerships, they're an adventure. Know what you want to get. Know what you're looking for. It's like a dating site. Here we go, Shagaroo. Tune up this last, well, not the last music. It's the music before the outro music. But what comes around goes around or comes around again. I don't know if this is the same term, and I'm not going to go deep into this because, well, quite frankly, some of these shows you probably don't have any interest in. I never watched Saved by, did you watch Saved by the Bell? Really? I don't even know. Everybody remembers Screech. Long neck, hair. I think he talked like that. I don't know what he talked like. I didn't really watch the program. Well, they rebooted Saved by the Bell. Do you believe that? Screech isn't in it. I don't know why. If there's something legal involved. They rebooted it. It's gotten great reviews. Some of the other people are in it. You can look that up yourselves. Screech has not got great reviews. So I'm sure you're going to see that on for a while. Well, I'm the only one who would know this. Nobody else listening isn't going to know this or is going to care. But do you know the show iCarly? You don't. Miranda Cosgrove, Jeanette McCurdy. I, there, I got the information when I was researching this, but oddly enough, I was driving over here to the studio and I was talking to my mom. I don't know if she was feigning interest. Again, she's my mom. She has to listen. And she, we were talking about these reboots. And she mentioned iCarly. And I'm thinking, yeah, I watched that. My daughter was young. That's why I watched it. Though, if you are ever up late at night, you want to know a great animated series that always makes me smile, watch Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. He's got a football-shaped head. Funny, very funny. Well, it's funny if you're a kid. I I guess I'm still a kid. I was at one time. People still think I'm a kid. But this show, iCarly, I watched with my daughter. They're doing a reboot of that. with the, I don't know how long it's been off the air, maybe 10 or 12 years. They've all, Miranda Cosgrove's grown up. Jeanette McCurdy's grown up. You know, they develop. They take these selfies where they're cleavage. Yeah, they're over 18. So they're probably like in their mid-20s. So I'm not trying to come across as a pig. So I'm looking up information on that, and I'm not going to go in-depth into that. But the show got like seven Kids Show Awards Emmys. That's why you're rebooting it. So if you laugh at a show that's rebooted, you're happy if it's one you watched when you were a youngin. Takes you back. But look deeper into the reason why shows are being rebooted. Probably because they were good at one time. Networks, streaming services take chances. They want to get viewers. They, you know, they want to get the money for if you pay for the streaming service. But look a little bit deeper. 
you don't necessarily have to look deep and watch iCarly. <laughs> there could be other examples, but again, never watched Saved by the Bell, but watched iCarly. Yeah, figure that one out. There's the outro music being played. People are giggling in the other studio, mainly because they're preparing for the next podcast I'm going to do. That being of Mike's and Men. You can catch me on that with Sean, with Mo, with the confused intern, Jay Remy. It's a great time. So I'll be doing that after I'm done with this, which will be momentary. Momentarily, I guess I should say. You can catch this podcast on Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. You can listen to all the previous episodes. Yeah, go back. You think I'm an idiot now? I'm sure I was a bigot, bigger idiot. Not a, not a bigot, a bigger idiot when I recorded those. So please take a listen to those previous messages episodes i should say shout out to and i'd like to thank cbw productions shaggy does a great job producing this show getting it out as quickly as i can he also produces of mics and men and also another podcast you can listen to cito's cornhole corner it's not some kind of adult though probably wouldn't be bad to listen to anyway it's not an adult film podcast though there's an idea could be a million dollar idea I don't know Sean and I discuss adult films while we're out of likes and men so maybe that's another idea for a podcast but Cito's Cornhole Corner you can catch that on its own podcast also produced by CBW Productions the next time you hear my voice will be the next time you listen to this Wherever you are, thank you for welcoming me into your computer or device. Have yourselves a wonderful week. I'm going to saunter over to the other studio. They'll throw fruit at me. I'll get all dirty. We'll laugh about it because we like each other or make like we like each other. (laughs) I'm Jeff Stritch. This has been Strictly Stritch in time. Be safe. Be happy. Be proud. Peace.